you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars. Uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way, you know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons, and the only way you're gonna, you know, 
get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Welcome everybody to Harmontown is now in session. Love him, obey him, do as he pleases. Welcome, the mayor of Harmontown, the Goblin King, Dan Harmon. Spells to use smiles and snails and puppy dog tails, thunder and lightning, something sniffing bacon, jump the jump, magic dance, magic jump, magic dance, magic jump, 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 magic jump. I think I did everything. I did everything. You did it all. Welcome, everybody. Here comes the flying baby. Baby's flying at you. There you go. Well, uh, what, what uh, the podcast listeners won't know is that Dan Harmon and I are, uh, and, and, and the various members of our uh, Harmonian audience are dressed as Jareth tonight on an all labyrinth themed Harmon Town. Yes. God bless you. Check the website if you're out in the internet world. You know, just just give it a cursory Googling or go to, I don't know, harmontown.com's not up yet, but, uh, you know, go somewhere you, and, you, and look you, at a photo a of us. very unusual bulge in your, in your, uh, your sweatpants. <laughs> it's, it's realistically lateral. It's not... <laughs> it's not uh, yeah. I, I, in real life, am, of course, a uh, grower, not a shower, uh, meaning I have a tiny penis... Uh, <laughs> That 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 uh, sort of recedes into a nipple uh, <laughs> above my giant ball sack. So uh, what I did is I found a uh, dog toy that I kind of anchored. The, the good news is this is being well photographed from the front row. So uh, it's, a, it's yeah. kind of in a low slung twine harness. That's, let, let's see the harness. Is that is that is that, is that no? Is what I've got. <laughs> We'll be giving this and many other things away uh, throughout the show. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna express disappointment with the with the with the lack of Jareth. So what I will do is express uh, uh, joy and support for the uh, Jareths that did show up. Let's let's how stand, oh, yeah. up. stand up. Stand Jareth. up, Jareths. Be seen. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, Black Jareth! We have a Black Jareth. 
Angie Angie said on Twitter that uh, that he wasn't going to have time, or, or you said you didn't have the money or to put into a Jared costume. I said we Harmon John would reimburse him because it's a special thing. It's like a social program. <laughs> I was figuring was, there's a very good chance he'd be the only black Jareth. So what's good it's is like that a diversity like, program, like whatever that wig costs, whatever 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 your gas costs. You know, Let's see us after the show. What's great is e- e- even a white Jareth gets into Tina Turner country. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if NC and I switched wigs, yeah, uh, yeah, you, I, I, still be I'd be a Ramon and yeah. he'd be Tina Turner. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, you know, let's not address this all night. Let's uh, let's casually throw it over our shoulder. Can we talk uh, about the construction of your vest? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want. <laughs> for, 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 because because from middle distance, if you squint your eyes, it's exactly the shape of the vest. I just want to know about, more about the uh, the uh, it's, it, it's backstory, its origin. For 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 those who uh, for those who are only listening, I, I I went for for Jareth and I arrived at a kind of a gay Han Solo. <laughs> By buying a woman's windbreaker and uh, cutting it, cutting it into the precise shape of David Bowie's, well, what I would call his lead. He wears several outfits. He's like a male Barbarella. He wears several outfits in Labyrinth. You right. never see him in the same one twice. Uh, I'm sure that was in his contract. And uh, he, uh, uh, one of them, and the one where he sings "Dance Magic Dance," uh, he's it's he's in kind of a leisure leisure throne wear and uh, kind of kicking back. And uh, I, I would uh, say you nailed is, it. And you, you got boots and everything. Yeah. Well, I, I, I look closer. I didn't get actual boots. I got, I got ladies' boots from Goodwill, cut, cut the tops of them off because I couldn't find boots that would fit. And, and put I them over men's shoes. Put like them over my, so you, you, my you, Ben Stiller you, you, shoes. You made labyrinth spats. Yep, labyrinth spats. <laughs> spats, labyrinth spats. Spats, labyrinth spats. Put those magic spats on I me. I saw my boots too small to fit my manly feet. What kind of came a prop to now, use? Dan, are, are you a, Jamba are you, juice lids glued into a sphere. Are you a, are you a fan of the movie? Because I've only seen it about twice. I, I, <laughs> and, and I've never... I, I, I only saw the ending today. <laughs> it's a good ending because I always hated Sarah in it because she's kind of an unredemptive character until the bitter end of that thing. Like when, she, when she says, like, no, I'd rather... I don't want all my wishes to come true. I want to say as a baby, right? Is that, is that the idea? Yeah, yeah but, well, but I'll tell until you... Until then, no, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of bickering. As a professional storyteller, I, I, I'm, I'm really not allowed to like that movie. But as a, as a, as a moviegoer, as a fan of Hudson Hawk and Doc Hollywood... I understand that it's Aaron McGathy's favorite movie and wouldn't take that away from her. She, she, she has a passion for that movie that I would liken to people of my generation's passion for it. The Goonies, for instance. Right. Uh, I'm not saying Labyrinth people are a different generation. I'm just saying, like, I, I never watched that Labyrinth shit when I was a kid. It looked a little... I can't say fruity. That's homophobic. It looked, looked, uh, looked gay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. way, way to avoid fruity. <laughs> it looked like it was exercising its God-given right to get married, uh, but to another movie with but, but, with with the same sexual organs. But as an adult now, as as a fan of David Bowie, which I was not when I first saw that movie. I didn't I didn't know Bowie. Uh, like, like knowing Bowie now, it's pretty cool. Like because like, it's David Bowie going. Oh, forget about the baby, Sarah. <laughs> it's cooler oh, now than it was then to me. I mean, cool, now it's cool. Now you wish that, that a, a bad movie should always be that good. Also, yeah. that should be a special note. I think, well, Time Bandits is a good example, too. <laughs> like, 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 Time Bandits is incredible. It's, it's a, you know, if you were to, if, if you were to say, I don't like Time Bandits, there's guys that won't date you no matter how hot you are. Like, they're, they're there's a deal breaker for them. They won't do it. Like, a beautiful woman walks up to them. You you could the guy could have two heads and like an extra uh, uh, butt or something and um, and and just have no chance of ever procreating and then this other, like a supermodel could walk up to him and there's just people out there that she would say I don't I don't like time bandits I prefer Kevin Smith dogma and uh, and the, there's there's people out there that are that passionate about time bandits that they would they would tell her to take a hike take a beautiful hike and uh, uh, I, I I don't know if I would count myself in there I'm too old to care uh, what 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 movies you like or don't like although if you said you like dogma i'd probably tell you to go fuck yourself i think I just, it's just it just it's a slippery slope like like conversationally down the road like uh, what, what kind of shit am i gonna have to listen to if you think dogma is a good movie is it possible you're gonna think my face is a sandwich am i gonna wake up to you eating my face it has nothing to do with taste in movies i don't want to assert mine over years i just want to make sure i don't get murdered because the disparity between dogma and a good film is similar to my face and a fucking sandwich. There's that much, there's that much difference happening. Hey, Just uh, move your fa uh, hands away from your, your bulge. Give me a good profile. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Sorry, I was just photographing. Sarah. Don't you know that magic is in my ball? <laughs> I'd, I've seen it twice too. Uh, the, the, uh, the the other so thing it's, I was it's, a, say. It's, a, it's a movie about a about a w girl that doesn't like babysitting. She wishes her favorite w curse. She's a very unlikable protagonist. She and she she wishes a goblin she, to take the baby away for good because right. she hates babysitting. And then David Bowie comes in with an owl and he says, "I fucking he, I got your baby." He says, I, "You told me I only did what you told me to do, Sarah. <laughs> I took the baby." <laughs> You have till 12 o'clock to, no, to try to get it back. 13 o'clock. Until uh, okay. 13 o'clock. Goblin, goblin time. Yeah, goblin time. Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, and then, and then, so then I don't know why, well, we do know why he gives her a time limit because, and this is my problem with the movie, as he establishes in the third act, it's like, look, you, you created me. I just do whatever you want. <laughs> That's like one of those movies where you're running from the vampire and somebody goes, wait, we have to have faith. <laughs> We just have to stop being afraid. And then, it and eats then she, our fear. And then she remembers. I'm not me. afraid. Well, then I'll go home. <laughs> Checking out on the monster clock. That's that's not a story. Wait, is 40 year old David Bowie falling in love with her, or is she falling in love with him, or both? They're both. Well, he's a manifestation of her, so he's he's like a metaphor for her. <laughs> Her experimenting with the cucumber. I don't know. Like he's 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 a thirteen year old girl's version of a man. So it, he 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 he, lo he looks like a yeah. he looks like this. Well, a little better. He looks a little better. 
I wasn't fishing for salmon, so don't give me a boot. <laughs> and co coined, it, coined a new colloquial <laughs> phrase. Um, the Jim, Hen Jim Henson is the star of Labyrinth, Certainly, much as yeah. Ennio Morricone is the star of any... Uh, wait, I'm getting that wrong. No, Ennio Morricone is the star of all the spaghetti... Wait, who's the guy that directed the spaghetti westerns? Sergio Leone. Sergio Leone. You see, Sergio... But Ennio Morricone made the Ennio Morricone is the... Yeah, he's the real star of a lot of the spaghetti westerns. Like, without the Morricone music, you know, what would some of those movies really be? Jim Henson is the star of Labyrinth. He's like, he's doing some amazing things. Like, oh, there's a mouse riding a fucking pickle or something. And... Uh, <laughs> So like they did it by making the, using a regular sized mouse, and then in the close ups, it's a the, the, the uh, pickles got human feet coming out of it. I don't know. I, it's not my passion. It's not. I, I don't. I, be, I believe it's that's that stuff is a it's a it's a scam. That's that's shrub shit. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you, shrub shit. Rob Schraub shit. You're a. Uh, I just. I'm looking at you, and I, and uh, that 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 wig is almost Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> it's it's a little. It's forty percent Lonnie, sixty percent uh, Sammy, right? Hagar. Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I can see that. All right. All right. So. Cici uh, Deville. Let's talk about race. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about race. Let's talk about Hoggle. The, the swarthy little uh, fe fellow that loves gold and jewelry. Yeah, and like kind of bargains his way. Yeah, well, George Lucas knocked him off the map with yeah, his like with weird Semitic uh, desert desert bargainer. In episode one. From, yeah, in episode yeah. one. I was like, ugh, ugh, what can I do for you? Huh? Oh, what, you, want your, you want your slave back? Ah, ugh, ugh. With my trick knee? Oh, this, is a, this is a way to use the force? Uh, that was no good. And then we, we don't but, but, but Hoggle beat him to that punch, I would say. Beat him to the punch, but then like no one remembers the first punch after. It's like yeah. uh, George, was, a George down, Lucas down, chop to the... Down goes Frazier. Holy craps. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Labyrinth. Jim Henson. Good job, Jim Henson. <laughs> yeah, he was? Aaron? Should we, should, should we bring Aaron up? Sure, let's bring Aaron up. Aaron McGathy. <laughs> It was her idea to all dress up as Jareth. Labyrinth is Aaron's favorite movie. She made us watch the movie. We all decided to dress up as Jareth. Let's hear it for Aaron McGathy's uh, Jareth, everybody. Aaron, tell us about George Lucas producing whatever you said. Uh, George Lucas uh, produced Labyrinth. End, end of fact. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Aaron. Uh, Aaron, uh, will you conduct? Uh, why, don't you, why don't you be a kind of Vanna White? No, no, all sexism aside, no, all sexism actually like bunched in and, and magnified. Uh, <laughs> kind of Vanna White, our costume uh, 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 acknowledgement. I won't even call it a contest. Let's sure, just Dan. let's just make sure. I feel like everyone's got a a, a, a reasonable expectation of, of 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 a brief fifteen uh, seconds of stardom uh, if they if they put on some eyeshadow and a wig tonight. There's so. at least one person out there that looks exactly like Jareth from the movie Labyrinth. By the way, Jeff, we haven't acknowledged for the podcast listeners that Jeff is wearing uh, what looks like a $50,000 Jareth costume. <laughs> he, 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 it's, it's not really a costume. It's just Jareth. He, he went. He went. He went out and commissioned uh, people's help, and he looks. He looks kind of like he's a passable David Bowie in the first place. Well, so it's, with it's, the eyeshadow and the wig, he looks yes. like if this was a labyrinth reunion. And you said like Jared's stunt doubles here. It should be said that the three of us watched this movie because I really wanted them to see it, and I don't. I think. 
I, I don't know, but like the, the idea of us dressing like Jareth came up and Jeff was really enthusiastic about it. And right. I think that's because he knows. Because it was in my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. That's like, that's like what, if people are doing karaoke and they say, oh, the thing's broken. Uh, uh, we can only use one of the CDs. I go like, oh, I don't know. Use the George Michael one. I don't know. <laughs> right. He's in my vocal <laughs> register. You, you do do a pretty good George Michael. Oh, well, I guess it would be nice. Yeah, there was, there was one time when we, the three of us were at karaoke and uh, Dan was singing George Michael and I turned to Jeff to say something and Jeff was like, Dan singing. <laughs> Dan singing George Michael. Yeah. Your boyfriend singing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Are you sure that, are, are you sure he said your boyfriend singing? <laughs> he said our boyfriend singing. <laughs> you guys look like two fourths of an awesome 80s band. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're 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 just yeah we're 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 we just came back from our bass player's funeral. <laughs> he, he put a two liter bottle of heroin up his ass and exploded. Uh, a lack. I don't know how heroin Two works city. like like Mentos, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, it's Dan Harmon here at Puny Studios. Uh, I'm just interjecting at this point because at the recording at this point we brought up all the Jareths. So while it was awesome, everyone that dressed as Jareth, uh, thank you so much. I love you all. It was a great, great thing that you did. Uh, it's 20 minutes of uh, stuff that you can't see uh, if you're a podcast listener. So we're, we're sparing you that. And I'm, 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 I'm already talking too long, uh, explaining to you that we're saving you time. Uh, so uh, let's continue on. Everyone came up and they were dressed as Jareth and it was awesome. So here we go. Uh, all right. Well, let's hear it for our chorus of Jareths. Chorus of Jareths. Hi, I'm Jeff B. Davis from Harmontown, sitting here with uh, Spencer Crittenden. Hey, guys. We're here to talk to you about rhetoric coffee. Are you guys coffee drinkers? Are you junkies? Do you get up in the morning and you're, you're just no good until you have that cup of coffee? Or do you just like to sweat a lot and get the shits? Yeah. No, that second one is definitely me. I like to sweat a lot and get the shits. Does that apply to this ad at all? Uh, strangely, yes. We're talking about Rhetoric Coffee. Rhetoric Coffee doesn't just give you unwanted diarrhea. It's the best subscription service coffee you'll ever taste in your life. Rhetoric commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive has a special life and is a unique organic work of art. I, we got this like bag right here. They, they, they gave us bags of coffee. I'm like... This is me crinkling a bag of rhetoric coffee. Look, I'm opening it right now. Oh my god, it smells like heaven. It's it smells like it smells like being like a like a like a angsty teen. He's Spencer is actually eating full coffee beans right now. That's good. <laughs> Dear God. That's great. Oh, somebody call the police. Not only are they fun to chew on, you could probably make coffee out of them. And you get to feel good about drinking that coffee because it's what I call ethical coffee. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists that put the art on the bag with the coffee in it that Spencer is now currently chewing. Oh, yeah. Everyone wins. <laughs> You're a fucking monster. <laughs> their relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everyone wins. Everybody wins. Everyone wins. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking 
what they are selling. They're getting high on their own supply. You know, they say not to do that, but it's also, I guess, a mark of quality in some sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go to a drug dealer that doesn't get high on his own supply. That makes me feel like he doesn't believe in the product. It might not be good business sense, but it's definitely, you know, a good product. Yeah. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com and sign up now and use the promo code FERAL, F-E-R-A-L, for a 30% off discount. <laughs> go to FERAL. F-E-R-A-L, for 30% off. Your first roast. You, ne- you never forget your first roast, Spencer. I, I never will. The first roast is the deepest. That's R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C coffee dot com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Coffee so good, you can chew it. Good job, Harmontown. This is a town to be proud of. Well, do you want to do a little thing? Were you, were you setting? We could be pretty proud of that turnout. Pretty. That's, that's pretty good. I guess I implied that not enough people dressed as Jared at first, but then twenty people yeah. got up here. That was that was Jared, great. I mean, it's it's my it's my fervent wish that all, all the Jareds, uh, whichever among you can. Uh, that we all go to uh, a bar afterwards and all take over a bar dressed as Jared. Everyone's invited, but I, I, I want to see, see 14 Jareds walk into a bar and then let the joke write itself. Probably pretty easy to make that the drawing room, right? Yeah, let's make, let's make it the, the drawing room. Mario's face? LA's premier shithole, the drawing room. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Harmontown is kind of unofficially sponsored by the drawing room. Guests of Harmontown, uh, 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 remember to tie your shoes before you go to the men's room. Yeah, if you, uh, if you, if you, because if you tie them after, yeah. Hep C. Yeah, the drawing room where if you drop your keys, you get to walk home because <laughs> some sort of vermin will steal your car. It's, uh, it's, it's you don't want to touch anything you drop at the drawing room. Yeah, it's there's filthy. a there's a there was a carpet there once, and they never tore it up, but it's not there anymore. Yeah, they just let it go. They they, they just let people walk it all the way off. Yeah, there were a couple little tufts like near the booths, and they finally some guy went with like a putty knife and got like the last little vestiges of of the carpet there. Uh, there's a there's a guy that that goes there, and his name is Henry, and he's a lovely, lovely old dude, and he's been there. He's, he's going there for he's gone there forever, and I remember going there maybe ten, twelve years ago, and not cynically, I just thought. This guy's probably we're not. He's not going to be around much longer. He's he's, he's old and he drinks a lot and he's like that's that, we we might be getting the last of Henry. He's still with us and he looks exactly the same. He's going to outlive us all. He uh, I didn't know this, but he has a glass eye and it, I wasn't there. But one time he was there in the daytime, and he coughed or sneezed and the couple people at the bar heard ting 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 ting, and his eyeball had shot across the bar and then landed on the bar mat like down on the ground there which is even grosser possibly than the carpet that was still there at the time and the bartender and he was like looking around for it and he, he doesn't know where it's at and the bartender picked it up washed it off and gave it to him and he went and put it right back in that's a good bar yeah <laughs> That's my kind of shit. <laughs> it's a bar so vile that hipsters will never take it over. <laughs> yeah, the, and, ga- and, the gauntlet's been thrown down. And one of the few bars that boasts a women's room that smells worse than a men's room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've only been in the women's room once, but that men's room, holy tamale. Yeah, there's bugs in there that don't exist. <laughs> 
outside of the men's room or the drawing room. Yeah, Dino has a weird theory about that. Like, there's bugs that fly in your face when you're standing at the urinal, and he he thinks he thinks that the reason they're there is because of the pee that is on the wall because you can never hit the urinal because there's bugs in your face. So he thinks it's a whole biosphere that the. It's like an amazing Darwinian evolution that, 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 like, these bugs have evolved. Like, no, they're, I mean, they don't know, but the same way, like, there's birds that drop walnuts into traffic so that the, the cars crack the walnuts and then they eat the nut meat. These, these, these bugs, they, they, they only live for one day. So, like, 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 last 30 years of the drawing room, people peeing has been like a millennia to them. Yeah. So you, you, you bet, you bet it's a possibility. There used to be doors in there, but the, but the bar opens at 6 a.m. and it both cocktail lounge open at 6 a.m. And so I think a lot of Druggies were going in there, and so the doors are now off there, so you can't go in there and do drugs. Uh, but now it's turned into this weird kind of like men's shower. Like the whole thing has been designed so when people puke or pee all over the place, because they will clean the bathroom there. It'll be spick and span, and ten seconds later, there is a three foot like 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 a three point line of piss <laughs> around the thing. Like, like you can't get close to it, and then it then, then it's just receding because now no one wants to step in the pee. Right. So now people are progressively peeing farther. Yeah, away everyone thinks the they can hang from the rafters and be the the cleanest monkey to get out of the drawing room bathroom. So then it's just then it's just like it's it's just this uh, this exponential piss cycle that goes on there. So they designed the whole thing now where you they, they have a thing they hook up which is like a car wash where they just go in and steam the whole thing down yeah. and they just rinse the whole thing down and then it's you know shiny and new and then 10 seconds later well because the more they do that it's the broken window theory in New York you know the pre-Guliani whole thing was the idea of the, if the neighborhoods have a tipping point if you're walking down a street it's covered with garbage and all the windows are broken like you'll break a window you don't give a shit if you walk down a pristine street there's that sort of I think it's I don't think it's that that gallant of us I think we're just afraid to be the first person I, you know just yeah. I, I think it's just sort of like coward and uh, like, and you can see it in European bathrooms. I swear, I went to Europe for the first time a couple years ago, and I was just marveling. I was like, like, I went to dive bars. The bathrooms were still a little cleaner than the dive bars in, in America. And I really, and my my girlfriend at the time uh, said uh, that her her theory was that Americans are more germaphobic too. So uh, we tend to try to take shits and peas without touching anything, and we end up making everything worse. And the cycle continues. So it's, Europeans are like, hey. It's my butt, it's your butt, it's, uh, you know. I don't know what I, I'm. Uh, we're both from Transylvania. Uh, there were uh, touch our to the same piece of plastic. <laughs> there were uh, paper towels covered it, covered in shit in the women's bathroom once at the drawing room. There were what covered in shit? Paper towels. Oh yeah, well I mean, like uh, coming out of the dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they came pre-shit on. <laughs> Nothing, nothing uh, the, would surprise uh, me there's a trash can next to the next to the toilet, and there were there were paper towels covered in in uh, in shit. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, Aaron, are you, tell a ghost story or uh, or something, or uh, or else it's or, or else it's weird that you're up here, right? Well, Jeff told me to sit. No, down. I know, I know. Yeah, or he told you to sit down. Yeah, I said pull, pull up a chair. So you sat it was down. Her idea. We're, we're dressed as Jareth because of Aaron. This is no, a, I know that. I, I'm not doubting her value to humanity. I'm not. I, I, I don't. I don't want her to be uncomfortable sitting up here like Robin Givens or something. Uh, Robin <laughs> Givens. Robin. Robin Quiver. What's the, the Howard Stern yeah, lady? Howard Stern psychic. Sorry. <laughs> I'll edit that out, and that. I'll seem witty. I don't care. Uh, Can you do a ghost story off, off, the, off the cuff? Yeah. All right. Do you guys know the, uh, Can we lower the... Can we lower the lights? Yeah, hang on. This is the oh. only ghost story I know. Is it about what sleeping with me is going to be like tonight? <laughs> 
I'm just I'm just going to tell the uh, the, the only ghost story I know, yeah, and I'm not sure if I remember it. Whoa! <laughs> uh, once upon a time in a town very close to this one, maybe it was uh, uh, Oxnard. Luge is further away, for six hours from this town in Oxnard, uh, in a field. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to remember the story. Okay, so there's, there was this man, this old man, who never talked to anyone for years and years and years and years. And uh, after his wife died. Oh, there's a man and his wife died. And then he never talked to anyone for years and years Aaron and years. McGath, everybody. Thank all you. Right, all right. Thank you. Whoa. That was... Imagine I, that, that happening. That was horrifying. I, I thought for a minute that story was going to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jeff, you won't watch the movie Halloween, will you? No, that movie fucked my shit up, man. The original Halloween. Jeff. I had a fucking babysitter. When did that movie come out? 77? 8? 79. 79. Okay, so I was born in 73. I was, what, six-ish? Uh, I had a babysitter, Megan O'Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> Megan, if you're out there, go fuck yourself. Because she took me... <laughs> Because I saw Jaws on her watch, and I couldn't go into a pool for years. And then well, I saw. Well, you know what they say: fear is the best pacifier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just figured Megan O'Sullivan is a. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing a real dialect class tonight. Right? <laughs> Please continuing story, comrade. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm like yeah, Robin so Williams. I, I remember being. Uh, I don't know how movies worked back then. Like you, it wasn't like you, it was just pre VHS, but somehow we had Halloween at our house. And I, I couldn't have been more than six or seven years old. And we watched that, and that movie really screwed me up. And I had, like, because the thing about, uh, what's his name, Michael Myers? Yeah. Uh, the thing about him is he's supernatural because as soon as you look away, he's there. You know, he's, he, he moves like a ghost. He just happens, like, 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 like you turn your, your head and he sits up on the couch. And it's scary. Like, he's just, he's got that ghostly inside out William Shatner mask, and it's, uh, it's freaky. <laughs> and. And I, and I was just too young to watch it. I don't think it would have scared me if I watched it when I was 15, because no other movies scare me at all. When I was 18 years old, my friends were having a party, and they're like, we're going to watch scary movies. I'm like, what are you watching? They go, we're going to watch Halloween. I'm like, you know what? I'm 18 years old. I'm an adult. I'm in college. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch this shit. And fucking three more months of looking over both shoulders, like uh, turn, turning the light off when, when, you, when you go to bed and then turning it back on again. And I turn it off and turn it on again. And dive into the bed like for real. I was a, I was a grown man, and uh, I won't watch it. And even like when it's on, like those commercials for it, and I see that mask, it's like I just like it just represents me looking over my shoulder. Like I was too young for that. I don't think there's anything that scares me like that. I, I just don't like those modern horror movies. Modern, like now it's probably like 20 years old, but like Event Horizon is a perfect example of one of these. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because I said modern when I was, I was talking about Event Horizon. Um, the, the, I, I rented it at Blockbuster. That, that, that's new. What, what is Event Horizon about? I've never heard of it. It's, it's about a spaceship like that a can go problem. faster than the speed of light, but it turns out when you go faster than the speed of light, you go through hell. Because uh, time stops or whatever. Hell being defined as whatever, ookie-bookie, like, like whatever uh, thing, you, you know, your, your greatest fears or regrets or dead wives. Or, so everybody aboard the ship, of course, has a, oh, I lost a popsicle once, and then they see a popsicle. <laughs> It's a, it's a dumb movie, but th this is the thing about, about modern horror, as opposed to John Carpenter's stuff. Um, uh, let's pop the champagne. Just have a, <laughs> this is John, John Carpenter just, just fucking, the masters of horror are in the back. 
We'll never be dethroned, boys. John Carpenter goes into every location <laughs> with some champagne in case someone mentioned it. Just in case. I, he's, 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 spent, he's, he's wasted six hours this week watching uh, uh, Jonah Ray stand up and just, wa- and just waiting. That champagne's so hot and flat. It's not even, not even worth drinking right now. He goes to the Super Bowl. He's just holding it yeah. the whole time. God, this Patton Oswalt guy goes on forever. Well, just say something about me, John Carpenter. Let me pop this fucker. It's, 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 it's from 1948. Um, the, uh, the event horizon, these, these, these new horror movies, as I call them, uh, they, they, the thing is that they go, like, like you know, the, the guy will be looking in the mirror in his medicine chest. He's brushing his teeth, and then he'll, then he'll close the medicine chest door. Oh, and you're expecting to see a thing. No, you don't see a thing. And he's, like, looking in the mirror. And then it just hard cuts to, like, a... A, you know, different lighting of a woman with blood streaming down her face, and it just goes. Ah, ah! It, 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 it just, it, it just, it's not. That's not fear. That's startling. Yeah. That's just, that's just, that's just, that's just a thumbtack on your on your chair. It doesn't. That doesn't count. It doesn't. I don't like that. I don't like being startled in a movie. You could do that. You could. That doesn't take any craftsmanship. How old were you when you first saw uh, Labyrinth, Aaron? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, thanks for cheering for age. Uh, I, I, I was six, yeah. seven. Did it scare you? Um, the first scene in the bedroom. There's a scene that seems pretty scary for kids in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. The scene I noticed the, that as the writer the of Monster House. I have a keen eye for this stuff. <laughs> I wrote a movie that Pop- I... <laughs> <laughs> no, every time my friend, is. every time my friend mentions his own movies, I pop champagne. <laughs> <laughs> kids get scared pretty easily, little kids. Even yeah, well, today, I, even, I was, even in even in this post horse dick internet world of of, of 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 they've seen everything, little little kids still get scared. Oh, PhD. Post horse dick. After Labyrinth, nothing was post dick because it's just. Bulge, and he's bouncing. He's bouncing an infant on a, just a rigid codpiece the entire time. It's really, yeah. it's really horny. He's 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 older than I am in that movie, right? How old is Bowie in that movie? He's got to be older than thirty nine, right? I don't know. But but and he's coming on to like what fifteen year old woman? Fourteen. She's 14? she's she's fourteen. Yeah. But but he's her fantasy, and he... he's her fantasy. Yes. Also, he's. I I watched the uh, behind the scenes documentary again today, and uh, (laughs) it's it's uh, Monday. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow's Vitamin Day. I'm gonna watch vitamins all day tomorrow. Um, so Bowie's talking about the Goblin King, and he he says, uh, "Well, he he doesn't choose." To, to have her there he's reluctant but then he, he's forced into this world like he his explanation is nothing that I think anyone has ever thought like no. he was he sat down with Jim Henson Jim Henson's like yeah fine that's that's your explanation that the Goblin King uh, doesn't want to be the Goblin King but because he's there he may as well do a good job and yeah. um, so and that's, that's you know but yeah Jennifer seems, Connelly seems was to 14. me that the Goblin King spends most of his time hanging out in a dungeon with 50 asshole puppets <laughs> Yeah. Well, now you know why. Because half of the movie was written by a fucking guitarist. Uh, For real? (laughs) I'm just saying. You want a good story? Don't go to you know David Bowie. Well, David Bowie didn't write the story. Terry Jones Jones wrote the movie. He came up with the character motivation. That's the thing about the movie that doesn't make any sense to me. There's no stakes. We call them, you know, as we say at at, uh, Denny's and in writing. There's (laughs) you need stakes. Back who, to time who, who, who is the biggest is the biggest uh, labyrinth fan out here? Is there, who, 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 other than Aaron, does someone think that there are a bigger labyrinth fan than Aaron? John Carpenter. 
<laughs> it's BJ. Oh my BJ. God, it's John Carpenter. Come on up here, John Carpenter. Oh, yeah, we got John Carpenter's in the house. <laughs> oh, BJ. Wow. Uh, you're so, you're uh, looking very French. A, a surprise special. No, it's John Carpenter. Uh, wait, I don't know what's John, really. John okay, Carpenter, wait, what are we talking about? Labyrinth? You're going to stick Go. up for Labyrinth, yeah. One, humans and puppets <laughs> together, <laughs> but real, not like the Muppets. Wait, wait, wait. Two. No, 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 exactly like the Muppets. It's exactly like the Muppets. They're both as real as each other. No, no, but the Muppets are actors. So, two, you've got... Oh, I see. Oh, the Muppets are playing actors? It's not like the Larry Sanders show. They're not... Well, it kind of is. It's kind of behind the scenes. Do John Car- Carpenter, do you mean uh, that yes. there are there are little people that are playing the puppets? Is that what you mean? Like it's different. And that no, 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 no. I'm saying uh, Fozzie Bear, right? <laughs> um, Kermit, Miss Piggy, animals in a band. So he's a musician, but they're they're actors. They're not. Oh, they're actors on the, on the Muppet Show. Yeah. So like when you see them, like oh, we got to get to New York or whatever. It's like yeah, because you're actors. <laughs> So, so, so you're, more, you're, you're saying that as an everyman, which you obviously are, you're, you find it less relatable to watch a showbiz show. There's, there's more verisimilitude when the puppets are goblins. That, when, when puppets are actors, that's crazy. In the, uh, in the behind-the-scenes documentary, uh, Jim Henson is talking about why he wanted to make the movie. And, he, and, and him and Terry Jones say, like, well, like, we just wanted to make a movie again with puppets and people that's like Dark Crystal, but fun. And goblins, maybe. Like, it was such a loose <laughs> idea. And so great that then it became such a great movie. I was sitting at the, the, at the Pikey, the bar a couple blocks up the... Uh uh, the street as uh, here on uh, Sunset Boulevard as I do every Harmon Town and, and uh, I was sitting there by myself at the bar I was a little out of place on a Monday uh, it's not, not n- it's two days before Halloween it's not a weekend nobody else was in costume yeah. <laughs> I mean if I had gone to the Rainbow Room I would, I would have been yeah. just every other guy in there yeah well, some chick dressed as a cat would have given yeah. you a hand job you would have been fine yeah, like, but, everybody would have been oh man but also it's, it's Hollywood it's near Halloween people can dig it and no one's giving me any business but there's one guy sitting next to me he's like Two stools down, and uh, and he's like, yeah, I fucking hate Hollywood. You know, I, I live downtown. You know, downtown. I, 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 Hollywood's kind of anathema to me. I, I don't go to Hollywood. Hollywood's kind of bullshit. I, I mean, I'm here right now, but I'm kind of slumming it. You know, I live downtown. You know, I, and I, I rode my bicycle here. I'm a bicycle guy. You know, I, and, he, and he looks over at me and he goes, huh, yeah, uh, I loved you in Dark Crystal, man. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I don't know where to begin analyzing that. Yeah. Like he, he, my, my indignation was more righteous than uh, <laughs> a, a, any other time in my life. He thought you were just hanging out at, at, at the at the Pikey dress. No, like I know. That. I think he's just a douchebag who thinks he, he's a know-it-all, and he has to. Right. He, has to he was he, just on a flow. He, he has to put his fingerprint on everything around him. He, he and, just and, moved and, downtown, so yeah. he's like, "Holy shit, uh, I know everything." Also, I ordered. I said, "I'll have a I'll have a Sam Smith Lager and a Fernet Bronco." Oh man, I love Fernet Bronco. Man, I live in San Francisco for a while. Yeah, Fernet Bronco. He was trying to engage right. me, but I, I let my 
wig like be my earmuffs and I just I, I my, 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 my collar be my cocoon and I just like I, I just igloo'd myself in and I, and because I'm you know in my wig and my boots I'm nine feet tall in this costume and he's just, he was a little shrimpy fucker and he was just try, he was just trying to affect everybody in the goddamn bar which is the worst because it was he's a, just, he just broke up with his girlfriend and he re ikeaed the missing stuff from his in his in his loft well, like he, he filled in all he her was, missing he, spots he, he was sitting in a bar in Hollywood trying to talk about how uncool Hollywood is which is, look, look, there's a case for that Hollywood kind of blows in lots of ways there's also, there's also good things about Hollywood for instance Harmontown for one uh, that's, a, that's and, in Hollywood and, and the nerd for the time being that's theater. in Hollywood and, and until such time comments. as it can get emancipated yeah absolutely but this guy was just like every time anybody ordered a drink he had to like weigh in on it and uh, he took a lot longer <laughs> two to two olives nice dirty olives <laughs> Ooh, olives like, a, like yeah, if a bat olives, flew into his know, face he'd yeah, be like fruit r- bat nice it doesn't, doesn't drink blood a lot of people don't know that <laughs> he's just a, a hip he, Cliff Clavin yeah, he, he wasn't Cliff Clavin <laughs> Cliff Clavin had information this guy, this guy was just I don't like that I know about it I've heard about it I don't like it uh, I'm above that but then he uh, he waited way longer to weigh in on me because I think th- he had to wait a half hour to hear me finally order a drink and to hear that I wasn't going to sound like David Bowie because I heard like oh don't be cruel to me I'll be cruel to you if you don't give me a like, 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 if, if I if I don't order my drink, Sarah. Like, like, you have no idea. Like, don't, don't forget about the baby. I, like, <laughs> like, if I had committed to that, I don't think he would ever have fucking turned me like like turned to me at all. But I was like, oh yeah, when you get a chance, I'll have a. Oh, you forgot my glass. Remember me over here? I, I, I was, you know, I was being. I'm a grape knee high. And then he was like, yeah, yeah, nice job in Dark Crystal, bro. And, he, and then he just fucked off to the bathroom like that, like it was like a slam dunk and mic drop, and he went off to the thing. <laughs> Chris Rock to the bathroom. Yeah, uh, Spencer, you better get up here and set up your uh, your gear. Oh shit, Spencer, everybody, our dungeon master. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dan, can you, or both of you, um, can you guys quote Labyrinth a little, a little more? Um, your, your, your quotes, your quotes are are just like a degree off. Uh, uh, what's the one he goes? Uh, shit. He's uh, Sarah. Do, 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 don't uh, don't don't defy me, Sarah. There's uh, uh, I, I've been very generous, but I can be very cruel. Something like that. Close. <laughs> eh? It kind of ties. It's like, like he's written written by a uh, like 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 instructions for a Wii game. Uh, it's a sort of. Like he just sort of says things the way they are, uh, Aaron, like in kind of a long-winded way. Yeah, most Sarah, of, most you didn't know dialogue. that imagination had things in store for you. And he doesn't really say anything. It's like M- most of the dialogue is her muttering to herself because she's walking around half alone <laughs> yeah. in a labyrinth. I will uh, applaud them not having a voice. It's not fair. Ugh, it's so hard to get through this labyrinth. <laughs> ah, I, you, know, you know what I should do? I should stop. Walking to the labyrinth the way I'm walking to the labyrinth. Well, if you do that, then you won't know which way you're going. (laughs) What are you, a wall wall person? Well, you could call me an earth butterfly, but I call myself a butterfly earth. (laughs) But that's not fair. No, fair is in the eye of the beholder. I'm poking my eye out and holding it around. I hate you. Well, hate means love here. But that's not fair. Oh, but soup tastes bad and the sky is pee. Oh, but it was me. It was me the whole time. I was the earth butterfly the entire time. No. Oh, Oh, well, then I 
choose to not listen to you. Well, but that's not your choice to make. I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to turn the clock into a calculator and subtract two. No, you can't do that. Oh, but, okay, but can't I want to be a good babysitter, okay? Yeah, I but, said yeah, it. But isn't, didn't the first, uh, uh, the opening act of this movie start with you hating babysitting? <laughs> but I don't mean it anymore. I changed my mind. Uh, but, 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 uh, this is a realm where nothing means anything, Sarah. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like then to say... Then you don't mean anything. <laughs> Wait, what? No, 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 stop. No, no, stop saying that. You don't stop. mean anything. Stop saying this that. This whole movie stop didn't saying. matter. Oh, oh. One, two, three, bumblebee. <laughs> the whole house is back to normal and the baby's here. Now there's two babies and there's Muppets in my room whenever the fuck. Including the ones that were trying to rip my fucking head off. <laughs> Technically speaking. And, and the ones who tried to impale me with pikes. <laughs> I was so flattered. My heart was so warmed when you guys wanted to dress up. Like <laughs> We wanted to talk. It's an intervention, Aaron. <laughs> we all dressed as Jareth tonight because we knew it was the only way you'd come. This movie has story problems. <laughs> it's, we, no, we, we, it's no monster we, house. We, we, we couldn't, I mean, where is the revelation that the whole thing is because a fat lady died? <laughs> Where, where's the point in the story that Joseph Campbell calls for where after they get barfed up by the monster and they have tea for a fucking hour? Haven't seen it. I'm grinding some axes about a movie no one's seen. <laughs> yeah, It's not the best movie, but the thing is, I like it. I like watching it. However, it's, I can't get through the motherfucker. I can't Labyrinth? make it to... I, can't, I cannot make it to the end of Labyrinth well, because it's just too much... I can't live within, within you. you. <laughs> do, 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 do. You want my eyes and heart. When he's walking on the MC Escher stair, guys, you know I sing things that aren't melodies. Gingo, gingo. Uh, can we talk about Time Bandits? Uh, talk all you want. You'll just get lynched by nerds after the show. <laughs> Your, your car will be spray-painted Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm not saying it's fair. Um, <laughs> all, the, all those be- beetle-loving nerds out there. <laughs> um, well, well I, I enjoy Time Bandits. But to me, Time Bandits is, is... And it's written by another member of Monty Python. It's the same thing. or the same weird themes. It's the same like anti-parent fantasy, no, dream, I, uh, strange jumble. And you love that movie. I, it takes more than theme to make a movie. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm t- I, all I I'm saying is that Labyrinth isn't Citizen Kane. I will say the same about Time Bandits, and I will say the same about, thing about Goonies. I think that Back to the Future has reasonably tight structure. A lot of our favorite movies don't. I, I, I like a lot of what we love about movies are the actors and their performances, and mm-hmm. and especially like the emotional. I'll use the word gestalt not knowing what it means. Uh, that, 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 that kind of like, especially when we're kids, like we don't even watch movies the same way. We don't experience a story like, like really the same way. We kind of like, you know, we, we just sort of see images and kind of feel feelings. And, well, and I, I mean, name another movie. Maybe I'm wrong, but name another movie. Used Cars. Beethoven. Problem Child, too. Used Cars? Used Cars? You did not name, is that a movie? Yeah, it's uh, a Robert Zemeckis movie. Okay, all right. Uh, you Robert are, Zemeckis, you Robert are? Zemeckis opens a can of Coke. With Kurt Russell. Uh, <laughs> uh, name another movie where there, because there were there are several movies. Uh, Silver Streak. God damn it. <laughs> there are several. I love that we're all dressed as <laughs> The Great Train Robbery. Um, <laughs> name another movie. Chicky with Pelham 102. <laughs> 
<laughs> there, I, uh, to my knowledge, there aren't any other movies that are starring a... Now, granted, like David Bowie acted in other movies, but in this movie, he is a rock star. He wrote all the songs. I can't think of another movie where there is a musician who gives such an amazing performance, and also the songs are great. Every Elvis movie. Purple Rain. <laughs> Purple Rain. So, so, Purple Rain. Rain. Oh, and by shit. the way, I don't know if you know this, I dressed as Prince of Purple Rain today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... Change wigs with Enti and be a fucking kick-ass... Uh... I didn't finish... I didn't finish the sentence. With puppets. Uh... There, is there a puppet in Purple Rain? Yeah, he know. Yeah, he uses it to passive-aggressively shut face. down Wendy or Lisa. In your face. <laughs> well, Wendy can go fuck herself. Or like, uh, yeah. Um, well, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm speaking for uh, many women and many... Uh, uh, Gay leaning men that David Bowie that like I mean he he taught me how to to sex I don't know he like taught me like that like did he teach you how to conjugate? <laughs> you remind me of the sex. Who do conjugate? You do. I conjugate. Sex conjugate with who? With you. I learned how to do things not. <laughs> I Yoda talk. Uh, I was using bad grammar to be poetic. He well, taught me how to sex. He he made you so no, horny I... you became Native American. <laughs> no, it's uh, he Tatanka my 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 I mean, fallopian maybe, tubes. Yes, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm making it more important than than it was. I guess uh, you were so handsome. No, it's not. So there's sexy. no there's no debate. I mean, there is a de- there's obviously there's a, there's a contention raging, but it's a, people, you know, in America, we have a problem. I think, I think this is the infantilization of America. We've been, we've been raised through countless generations now to think that this is how we express our personalities and that we're either right or wrong. Like, that we have favorite movies and movies are good or bad and we argue about them. You can see that reflected in the politics, too. It's like we're, we're being had. I mean, you're, you're allowed to think of, how? Sorry. It's like still <laughs> on top you. of my dick. Like, <laughs> it's a you just did the same thing as if this ball was on the end of that microphone and you, you malleted I'm my sorry, dick with I'm it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, there's a dick there. It's not. Oh, sorry. It's within her right uh, to when you are gainsaying what you, uh, her, her opinion to, to attack your cock. <laughs> I'm uh, very, I'm very sorry. That was. I was she's been very generous, that. Dan, but she can be very cruel. <laughs> you can forget about your penis. Told you I want my penis. Yeah, but but uh, why don't you tell it to the to the hand holding the crystal because the crystal doesn't understand. Okay, fine. Hand holding crystal. I want my penis. <laughs> Those aren't the words. She got the words wrong. Uh, this isn't fair. It's not fair. You keep saying that, don't you? <laughs> I, I don't like fairness. Do 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 do. the best. I tried to watch that fucker. I was putting my makeup together. I'm doing screen captures. I'm like, this movie, fucking, this scene goes on forever. <laughs> it's a labyrinth. Yeah. Uh, because I, I chose Ballroom Bowie. They don't show this fucking costume once. Like, there's a couple of, they, they, he, he spins by, there's a guy, it's all this like, uh, uh, like uh, eyes wide shut mask, masquerade shit going on. It's like, show me the costume. Show me the costume. You just, show you, me the costume. Yeah. Well, that would have made it a good movie. If, if, if everyone yeah, could show, see the show costume me some, more. Show me some Bowie. 
Uh, all right, uh, Spencer Crittenden's friend. We got a we got a we got a boogie man. We did it again. We fucking harmed it. I I, I I swear, you know, I guess I guess the same number of people come every week, but I, I just live in constant fear of everyone catching on that this is just a big waste of their time. And uh, <laughs> I guess there's gonna be a night when we walk in and it's just, no one's gonna show up. Did you ever see? Did you know, there was a there was a there was a. I don't want to get off on any tangents tonight. And uh, like like. <laughs> That's such a that's so dumb that I forced no. that as to my catchphrase. No, no, it wasn't originally. I heard yeah, myself you, say it the eighth you, you time. Become, and I thought you it was funny. Jack Benny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there was a uh, oh, there, Rochester. There was a documentary about chimps. I don't know if I ever talked about that. They, and they did, they showed how chimps don't they don't they don't really have cooperation in their spirit. I mean, they do for problem solving, but only if the alpha male gets to eat. And they put a board and they run these, these ropes. And then the alpha male comes in and he pulls one side of the board and he notices the rope will go all the way through the other side of the board. So he he'll unlock the uh, fence that contains the beta males and they'll come in and help them pull the board together and and, and then they all get to share the food but if they only put food on on, on uh, in the middle uh, of the board the alpha male eat it all and then after that the beta male when the alpha male opens the door and says hey come on help me move the food the beta male will go fuck you not helping <laughs> you're a dick but dan, like you're a you're a chimp i'm a chimp fuck you dan that's not fair <laughs> that's and what we've learned from labyrinth is Life's not fair. I don't know. Uh, no. uh, uh, ticket prices aren't fair. Um, the uh, anyways, I'm, I'm, I, I live. I live. I live in fear of the audience learning that lesson. They're gonna. They're gonna come and like. They're gonna go here. Ten dollars for Harmontown, please. Right this way. Uh, sit down. Uh, uh, what are you? What are you? What are you? What are you doing here on a Monday night? I don't know. I gotta fucking finish my thesis tomorrow. It's. I'm writing about uh, 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 contemporary uh, uh, racism and. <laughs> Something it's important. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be somebody. But and I, but I just don't want to miss anything important. And I, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Hyman Town. Welcome, Dan Hyman. Hey, uh, fat, uh, immersed, I masturbate all over everything. Uh, I'm drunk again. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry for myself. I hate myself. You should give me a high five for that. Uh, I'm gonna take a shit on stage. Oh, it's makeup. Uh, my face smells like shit. Good night. <laughs> Off on a broomstick through the roof. <laughs> huh. Well, that only took two hours. <sighs> Time to drive home to Reseda. Hey guys, it's Spencer. I'm here to issue a formal apology and talk to you about MeUndies. You see, recently we were in Oklahoma for a show, and at the end of the show, Dan took all his clothes off, ran around like a fool trying to get attention. It was a lot of fun. Everyone loved it. They loved it so much, I was jealous. I wanted to get some attention for myself. I took off all my clothes, ran around too, but I crashed into a table, spilled McDrinks all over myself. And uh, I just want to tell you that you don't have to have all your underwear disintegrate off of you like I did. You can use MeUndies and elevate your underwear game to the next level. What is me undies? Oh, just some seriously soft, feel-good undies delivered right to your door that won't disintegrate when you crash into a table of drinks. MeUndies are designed in L.A. and made from sustainably sourced micro-modal, a fabric three times softer than cotton and three times less disintegratable. MeUndies softer-than-soft luxe undies come in an ever-changing selection of classic colors, bold shades, and adventurous patterns, so you can tailor your undies to your own personal style, even if your style is crashing into beverages or just swimming in your own pants. 
And guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription, and you save a lot of money by not getting arrested for public indecency. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash Harmontown, and get 20% off your first pair. So go ahead, flood-proof your underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. That's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. <laughs> Does anybody here now have anything pressing tonight they have to get back to? <laughs> Wait, one person. Where, where, you? I got. I have to draw animals in human clothes. <laughs> 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 That's the, be- the best audience in the world. Like, Wait, uh, I mean, I, we have to repeat it because. Uh, uh, he, he said, I, I, I got. Dot, dot, dot. I have to draw animals in human clothes. <laughs> He, and he and he lilted up at the end like it was a question in human clothes like like kind of like yeah. a valley affectation but also kind of like you know what I mean yeah <laughs> half of you are animators sometimes sometimes we you're working in that department animals and human clothes that we have to draw uh, uh, is, is that your stumbling block is the human clothes on the animals that's throwing you. <laughs> Also, is there a difference between human clothes and uh, animal clothes? <laughs> in human clothes? Scale. Wait, so, so you're saying like the you have to draw a badger, animal, yeah. but he has, he's swimming in a t-shirt? Is that, is that if we're going to interrogate him, he has to come up. I mean, we're yeah, not, get up the audience isn't like, mics. He's got to come Spencer. up. How about this? Can you come up? Can we, can we incorporate him into our D&D? Are, are we going to do a quick D&D thing and make him an ancillary character? Yeah, so that way tomorrow, then the, like if, if, if life works the way movies work, then tonight you're gonna draw, your pen's going to be alive because, <laughs> because you're like, we, somehow the, the, there were animals and human clothes in the game and then, come on up. Well, uh, Spirit. Yeah. What's your name, sir? Oh, uh, Michael. I'm here because of Spencer. <laughs> oh, no shit. Well, uh, that, 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 nice segue. Let's uh, welcome Spencer, our dungeon master. Spencer. Spencer, get us up to date. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) After swiftly and cleverly infiltrating Darkstar's stronghold, Sharpie and the gang were faced with a sinister staircase. Riding the confidence of their second level, they charged the (laughs) stairs and into the Darkstar's clutches. Little did the Dark Lord know that they would be facing the newly acquired powers of our heroes. After a dramatic showdown, Admiral Darkstar reverted to a demonic form and escaped from another dimension. To another dimension. There they stood in the ziggurat with Karen Broadleaf, a prisoner and member of the Butzalot tribe. <laughs> oh, that's right. We met. We met a girl who's from my tribe right. back in back in the realm of butts. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. Character well, sheets uh, dispensed. Yeah. Dispensered. <laughs> I think if if nothing else, we found our new theme music for uh, for for our D and D. Certainly for character dispensation. Thank you. The character sheets are being dispensed right now. These characters are level two. They've leveled up. They are now level two. Den, don't defy me. Sharpie Batsalat, you've come so far in your adventures. I feel so deceived. Deception is like soup, Sarah. It happens every day. But I hate soup. Then you'll have to have a fork. Wait, 
great. He wants me to eat f- soup with a fork. <laughs> a fork is just a spoon with slots in it, Sarah. It doesn't matter now. Give me the baby. The baby or you? You're bad people. You want my Bowie ball. Filled with such charms. You guys keep on speaking in metaphor. Take care of the baby Bowie ball. Deep in your arms, babe. I examine my surroundings. (laughs) You're standing in the second floor of the dark ziggurat. As you look, you notice that the green emerald dagger you held in your hand not moments before is now floating in the air, spinning slowly. Oh, shit. It's emanating a green energy, energy that feels natural as if it's from the forest itself. The ziggurat shudders and begins to crumble with you inside. Whoa! Yeah. Magic flight. Let's get out of here. (laughs) That's not a spell. That's a Joseph Campbell term. (laughs) Do, do Do we take that dagger or no? Well, yeah, it's, it's floating. I mean, it's yours. I, I, I grab the dagger. You grab the dagger, and it shines with a great green light. A burst of energy is released throughout the forest. Yes, I love energy. <laughs> Do you continue fleeing? I have a green dagger, you know, Sharpie. <laughs> Don't defy me. <laughs> oh, you can forget about the dagger. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we flee. We flee. You... you you manage... Well, let's roll, actually. Uh-oh. Forgot about that part. You manage to escape the ziggurat. You stumble and fall, but catch yourself. <laughs> I do one of those moves where you kind of dust yourself off. It looks like, like you meant it the whole time. <laughs> you escape the crumbling ruin as it tumbles block by block to the floor. It is destroyed. Can I, can I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to get greedy, but I, I, I didn't look back. <laughs> I never looked back. I, I, I fell out the door and I kind of like stumbled and I dusted myself off and I just didn't look back. And I just like a, like a good bowler, like, like, like turning away from a strike. As well, you shouldn't have. <laughs> it was what? a strong move. Is there a path ahead of us? There is a path out of the forest. Uh, I range the path. Ha-ha. The path heads to the south. Is that back to uh, 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 Haven's Haven's Garden? The town you were in before? Yeah. That's actually towards the north. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's go south. That way we won't... won't Let's strike out in the new territory. We'll clutter this map up. What was the guy's name on stage again? Michael. 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 Yeah. I wonder if we're going to run into some weirdo on the way. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, if there's any way... (laughs) We, we got no business back in that town, right? Thornvale? That's what it was called, That's right? true. You, you don't have any business. To the south, I say. Hmm. The south. Adventure. Karen Broadleaf chimes in. Our war camp is not far from here. Ah, you know what? I said something a couple adventures ago in a, in, in a, in a blackout drunk uh, <laughs> about going to uh, find my father and, and talking to him. Very true. Yeah. Hey, Karen. Karen? Karen. Karen Broadleaf? Karen Broadleaf. Karen Broadleaf. No, no. Karen Broadleaf. Karen Broadleaf. Yes. How can I help you? 
No, Sharpie. It's pronounced it's a, Karen Broadleaf. It's, 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 it's a subtle dialect. <laughs> uh, hi. Let's go back to your camp. Take us to your camp. Don't you mean your camp? For Lord Butzalot does own it. Hmm. Is my dad there? He should be. <laughs> Although I admit I have been a prisoner, and I don't know what's happened recently. Oh, right. All right, well, lead the way. You'll be much rewarded for uh, aiding uh, uh, the prodigal son on his gestalt. <laughs> I don't think you know what that word means, man. Right. Ah. A four-day four march. Well, yeah. okay. So do we do we, do, we, do we do we just do we just can we just like kind of TiVo through that time or three days cool. pass uneventfully. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. It is before dawn on the fourth day. You are sleeping. I'm rolling perception checks. I guess they're listen checks. My bad. <laughs> Mole rain. Your ears perk up and you wake out of your trance. You don't sleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a dude? It's my waking noise. Ah. Oh. Oh. So you, I'm awake. You hear wolf-like howls off in the distance and a high-pitched, raspy cackling. Come on, Michael. Not soon oh. after, you hear the pounding of feet in the grass. <gasps> oh. Soon you'll be surrounded. Sharpie. Yeah, well, uh, Awake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard noises in the night, stumps coming this way. All right. Every Unwrap from each other. I'm the leader. Everybody hide. <laughs> Quark, wake up. Huh? Huh? <laughs> hide. There's people coming. I had a terrible dream last night. <laughs> I had a dream I was holding three balls <laughs> and but, swirling them around in a circle. <laughs> but dreams aren't real. <laughs> I just but, want my brother back. Uh, 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 the house is a monster. It's <laughs> <laughs> Schraub's idea. <laughs> I like that movie. No, I, 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 I examined the, the, uh, the oncoming threat. You don't see anything. Well, then fuck it. <laughs> I stop examining it. You right. quit. You stop successfully. Yes. Use your uh, half-elf powers to uh, uh, see the threat and let us know what it is. I, I use my half-elf half powers to see the threat. Using your elf eyes, you manage to make out four or five pairs of legs between the bushes. They seem very close, and they've been watching you. The legs? <laughs> the legs. Uh, bad news. Um, there are legs, they appear to be close, and they're covered in eyes. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, wait. Uh, just because we, we leveled up, bear with me. Do I have any spells that, um, so that I don't waste anybody's time? You can make an edit point here, but I'm just wondering, since we leveled up, do I have a spell that might uh, possibly uh, make my voice sound really intimidating? <laughs> uh, do you have a ghost sound on there? I'm not sure. No. Uh, I guess you don't have it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I, I'm just going to... Hey, man, what do you want? 
Putting on your best intimidating voice, you attempt to call out the enemies in the darkness. Your attempt sours. They cackle at your pitiful attempt to frighten them and ask what they want. Oh, you... That was the cutest cackle. Oh, you keep cackling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what does my hat of disguise do? You don't know yet. <laughs> I put on my hat of disguise. You yeah. feel as if you could become disguised as something. I disguise myself as, as eye-covered legs. <laughs> In a bush. You fail to disguise. God damn, this is you not can my, only this disguise yourself as a humanoid form. I, I disguise myself as as something closely resembling the the, uh, the the humanoids I see in the bushes. You didn't see any humanoids in bushes. I I produce I produce my Tanglefoot bag. You produce your Tanglefoot bag. <laughs> I throw, I show everybody, eh? right? It's a nice-looking hey, nice. Tanglefoot bag. Thank you. I, I, I throw my TFB at the bush. <laughs> Throwing your TFB towards the legs, it strikes against the floor before exploding. Tendrils of goo burst forth, wrapping the legs tightly. The oh. creatures are bound. Cool. God damn it. <laughs> I, uh, I take my, uh, my big rage sword and go into a rage and attack with my sword of rage. <laughs> Charging yourself up in an angry rage and drawing your weapon in one fluid motion, you charge through the bushes at the unknown foes. You strike at the first one you manage to see. You hit it! Slicing right in the shoulder, you hit what appears to be a large hyena. It's standing on two legs. You know this foul beast to be a knoll. Matted fur covers its hide, and it holds a large axe. And it's wearing clothes, right? It's wearing some clothes. A nice sweater? Human ones. <laughs> I really feel this, Michael. Really, like, like, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing up here. Yeah. Thanks. No, I'm just saying, like, let it sink yeah, in. I mean, like, I, like, like, see those animals with clothes. This is the work you'd have to do at home. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, yeah be, become the become the knoll that I just struck in the shoulder. And, you know, like, like, put yourself, like, become the, uh, the, 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 the human clothing clad animal. I'll make sure there's some, like, rips in it or something just for you guys. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> you hit him for 15 damage and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Uh-oh. Get to work. Right. You got work to do. Summon monster. Which monster? The orangutan. You summon the spectral orangutan. It shimmers into being. It awaits your command. Orangutan. <laughs> orangutan. That's more of a gesture. Orangutan. 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 <laughs> the orangutan leaps into action. It manages to bite the ear of a knoll, dealing but one damage to the ear of the knoll. He leaps back in pain and draws his sword, charging right at the raging barbarian. He strikes a mean blow with his axe. At me? At you. But you manage to dodge. Yeah. I, pr I produce my bow and arrow. Drawing your bow and arrow swiftly, you knock an arrow. 
Does that mean I shoot it? It means you pull it like back as if. Oh, well, and then I knock another arrow. <laughs> and then you knock another arrow. And then I shoot those arrows at the bush. I must remind you that shooting two arrows at once does cause a penalty. Yes, I saw the little post-it that you left on my paper. <laughs> He's like your passive-aggressive roommate. Uh, uh, you can shoot two Mustard dries. <laughs> when the cap's not on. Mustard dries. One of your arrows hits its mark, and the other flies aside and plants itself into a tree. And grows an arrow tree <laughs> on the side of that tree. You deal nine damage to his stomach. He recoils in pain, but is not dead yet. Uh, ghost sound, prestidigitation, da- dancing lights. Dancing lights. Oh, boy, that doesn't... That does not sound. No, dead no light, word in that description light. sounds dangerous. I know. I, 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 I cast dancing lights or whatever the hell. You summon a personal illusion of your choosing, <laughs> but small and minuscule. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so I got some lights going on. If you want, like, how describe it. Huh? If you had magical light-emitting powers, what would you do? I have dazzling lights that bewilder the eyeballs uh, on the legs of the bush creatures. And, and, for, and they're disoriented, uh, d- diminishing their power to attack us. They are a bit dazed, it's true. Sharpie, do something. Ray of Frost! Ray of Frost! Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. I cast Ray of Frost. Casting Ray of Frost, a ray of frost emits from your hands. It manages to strike the wounded Null, freezing him over. He falls to the ground and shatters. How many more are there? There's but two more. Um, shattered Null, anyone? The, da- the dazed Nulls attack you. What? They're dazed from the illusions. They manage to not hit anything. They bump into each other comically. Yeah. You guys laughed at dancing lights. You guys laughed at dancing lights. Look. I, I, sh- I shoot two arrows. You manage to shoot two arrows. One of them flies right into the ground. You don't know how it even did that. <laughs> you, you, the other hits the knoll right in the eye. I mean, did you see that in a movie or something? What do you uh, you gotta you gotta practice that more before you shooting two arrows? Yeah, like when has it ever hit two things? Robin Hood. No, she not you. You. Up. When have you ever hit two things with two arrows? Uh, well, dear friend, there was a uh, one night when I sat out in my yard all night and I said I'm going to shoot the two arrows for hours and hours until I could shoot these two trees, and it didn't happen, but I got very close. <laughs> Ha-ha! Life is an adventure! Take chances! I throw uh, my... Uh, how many uh, knives am I allowed to throw? You can one throw one, one at a time. I'll throw one knife at a time, whatever increases my accuracy. <laughs> Pulling a knife from your f- pack. You throw it at a knoll. You miss. Shit. <laughs> I throw another one. No, it's not my turn. It's not, yeah. Eh, fuck it. <laughs> All right. Attack, yeah. Is it Yeah, me? go... All right. Hypnotism. Hypnotism. On one of them. You can do it on multiple. Oh. It fascinates them and makes you, makes them like in a dazed stupor. They're entitled to saves, of course. They manage to fail their saves. Nice, nice. They're fascinated by your stunning, mesmerizing movements. (laughs) 
Perhaps the subtle swaying of your hips. Perhaps. The, stu- the, the subtle swaying. Sharpie's a very good dancer. Of your hips. Gentlemen. Gentle Knowles. Do I have their attention? Are they listening to me? They are wrapped. You'll notice your feet are stuck by our tangling bushes. And dazzled by my dancing lights. You'll see the two of your friends have already moved beyond into a place I call Butsalotia. Also, there's, there are arrows on the ground. Feel free to take them. They are our gifts to you. The, the, the first of you to, to kill the other... <laughs> Will 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 join me forever by my side as my as my faithful companion. The other will 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 go straight to uh, a place where your uh, 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 face will be fitted with a custom-sized wooden box full of spiders. As you are instructing them to do a very odd task, they're entitled to a second save, which they fail. <laughs> They fight to the death in front of you. I, I, I turn my back. I do the same thing as I did in the collapsing cigarette. I just walk away dusting my shoulders off. I don't even know if I had more dust, but I just walk away. You hear the noises of gnolls ripping each other apart. I just look at a tree. Uh, like, uh, what, Is that deciduous? or? It's evergreen. Hmm. It's a beautiful forest. What happened? Well, I mean, I guess you guys are looking, huh? He's the only one not looking. I, 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 I watched the fight and see what they, what's the outcome. The smaller, scrappier Noel managed to rip the throat out of the other one right before having his eyes gouged out by the still-beating heart of the dead thing. A Heath Ledgerdom. A Heath Ledgerdom. Now, do, do I honor your agreement with him, or should I go kill the other, should I go kill the other one? Oh, no, yeah, no. When he wakes up, he's going to try to kill us. He's okay, I, 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 I attack with flaming sword. You attack with flaming sword. You strike the knoll in the chest. Wait, wait, don't make it sound so min- minimal. In the chest! Yes. I mean, yeah, the, the heart's in there. It's, uh, yeah. Right in his abdominal. Knolls are like people, right? They got their, their, their vitals are in the chest, right? It's a great Usually. place to hit someone. Huh? I, Usually. I yeah. shoot one arrow. As you strike the corpse with your sword, so too an arrow flies. <laughs> the that's, arrow flies and misses. So that's are, are all, that, are, that's are your arc, is learning to shoot one arrow. That's your character arc. Are all the gnolls dead? Now? All the gnolls are yeah. dead. We now. did it! Yay! Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, sh- n- now what? Loot, loot I think their we, bodies. We, we, huh? Loot their bodies. We, uh, I, 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 I rummaged through the remains of the dead gnolls. You only managed to find a few coins. <laughs> you made that sound sexy. You made getting hit in the chest sound like nothing. You then... only managed to find a few coins. <laughs> I don't know what sexy is, you guys. <laughs> we should, we should pause our campaign there and uh, give Spencer his due in uh, applause for him. Spencer! And now we should enter that vital chapter of our show where we try to figure out how to end the show. All right, cl- clearly, like let's hear it for Aaron McGathy. Aaron McGathy, little baby. Dan, uh, you, you, 
<laughs> Dan, uh, you you asked me on the way here to uh, to on the fly download the karaoke version of Magic Dance from Labyrinth. Yes. Do you feel that now after after what we've gone through after our investigation of the film, uh, your immersion into the character of Jareth that you uh. Without any help, but no, because we opened the show with that song, and I couldn't fucking do it. You yeah, saw yeah, it. yeah. But, but you had the assistance of the actual lyrics there. Do you think now that you, uh, I mean, that's that's certainly walking without a without a, a tightrope without a net. <laughs> you remind me of the babe. You, what, what babe? But you, 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 you do. What I do? What you do? I, the babe. You do. You remind, remind me of the babe. I, I, I stop. Uh, some baby cries how baby can cry. Do do do. My love, baby, have left up, baby, dry. What could I do? No one can tell my baby what to do. Dances and fairies and magic coming through. Everybody's lightning sucking on your shoe. Dance, magic, dance. Jump, baby, jump. Jump, jump. Jump, baby, jump. Labyrinth, baby, labyrinth. Baby, labyrinth, dance, magic, dance. Go through the dance. I saw my baby going through a labyrinth. What could I do? She asked a caterpillar which way that she should go. He said left. <laughs> oh, go left. What kind of world could make you try to go right? A little labyrinth world. Oh, what kind of where, baby? Where can you go to make magic snails and make a magic world? Magic, magic, dance, magic, dance, magic, dance, world, magic, world, magic, dance. Thank you for coming to Harmon Town tonight, everybody. Jump, jump, jump. Thank you to Spencer. Jump. Our dungeon jump, master. Magic jump. Thank you to all the beautiful crew here at uh, Meltdown. Thank you, first and foremost, to all of Whoa. you who dressed up as Jareth tonight. Kind of We're all going to go get fucked up as Jareth in the drawing room. What I want to thank Katie Levine, Zach McKeever, Emily Gordon, Daniel dance. Kramer, Justin Marshall, Mo Fathomab, Jenny dance. Fine. Shrew it. How do you fucking say that name? It doesn't matter. I'm Jeff Davis. Dan Harmon, your mayor, your goblin king. Dance Jim Henson. Dance. Dance him. Dance. Jim Henson. Dance. Hans Hagic. Dance. Magic world. Magic world. At 13 o'clock, you'll be mine, little baby. Because of the rules I made up arbitrarily. Because you caused the whole thing to happen, like in Bug's Life. Which was also poorly structured. And equally revered by the weak-minded. It was the goodwill hunting of bug movies. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, audience. Fuck you, audience. Fuck you. Don't forget, Fuck Monster you, House is available on DVD. Get, your, get it at any Albertsons uh, uh, <laughs> next to the Wrigley Gum. Oh, 
Thank you, John Carpenter, for coming. Thank you, John Carpenter. <laughs> I saw my baby with a dick as big as a stance. Magic. What? Oh. Uh, you, you. Uh, turn around. Dance, 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 magic dance. Dueling bowies. Every Muppet dance, every Muppet dance in the magic, in the magic. Dance, Jerris dance, all the Jerris dance up on stage, the magic stage. Dance, Muppet dance, 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 Muppet dance. Oh shit, the. Oh. Dance. All right, you're not allowed to leave now. This is just gonna get weird. Dance, and freaky. Dance. dance, Muppet dance. Everybody, rub cod pieces. Wait. Rub your cod pieces together, everybody. Guys. Come on, I got cod piece bump, cod piece grinds. I don't care if you don't got one. Here it's comes the here comes the funky rap bridge from Black Garrett. Jared. <laughs> Well, I was walking down the Labyrinth Street one day, and I saw some kid who said, hey, hey, hey. That wasn't him. That was me. <laughs> he, 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 he waved it off. Another heroic move. Dance magic. Yeah. A magic sp- penis A special shout-out to our only black Jareth. I mean, maybe, maybe the only black Jareth that, we, that, that anyone's ever known of. Please post your pictures, everybody. I want to see these tomorrow. Thanks for coming. Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 